Hello and welcome to another Win Daily Show. My name is Michael Raziel. I got my man Mitchell Tennis here with me, and we are looking ahead to the 821 Friday NBA DFS slate. We got a nice four gamer ahead of us, but Mitchell first, how you doing tonight, man? We're good. The Wolves just won the lottery, so things things are looking up here. Yeah, Mitchell is our resident Minnesotan, I guess. Is that how you say it? Minnesotan. Um, So he's hanging out there with the Wolves and little D'Angelo Russell. We'll see how that one goes. Uh, But yeah, man, congratulations. Who who do you want them to take with the first pick? I'm hoping for Anthony Edwards, but hopefully not LaMelo. I don't want all that drama up here. Yeah, yeah, that ball family. <laughs> that, that's a whole other conversation. I want to dive too deep into that one. But we are here to talk about the four-game NBA slate. We got Toronto and Brooklyn. We got the Denver Nuggets and the Utah Jazz. We got Boston against Philly, which hopefully that series is going to end pretty soon because it's been ugly. And we have the Clippers and Dallas to round it out, which has been my favorite series so far. Um, so, yeah, man, let's just uh, – let's. Sh- let's just hop right into it let's see what we got tonight let's see what we got tonight let me uh figure this screen out so let's just start we'll just go game by game start with the toronto brooklyn game i think it's uh it's been a lot closer than people think only because i think people have been assuming toronto is just gonna blow the doors off every night brooklyn's been respectable i guess joe harris did just leave the bubble so it doesn't sound like he's gonna be here for the rest of the series we got this game starting at 1 30 east coast time with toronto favored by nine and a half Ten and a half in certain places, ten in others, and you can also get that over under at two twenty three. So it's actually the second highest over under on the slate. Mitchell, how are you looking at this game? Who uh, who are some of these guys that you're you're paying a little attention to to try and make sure you're uh, stacking a couple lineups here? Yeah, uh, Brooklyn's obviously. I mean, they're without everybody pretty much at this point. Pretty much, they're rolling out Levert and kind of a bunch of scrubs and a couple players they even signed while we were away, I think. Love it. So they they got some nice value plays. Brooklyn does for sure. At this point, Toronto's really got nobody else to guard except for Karis LeVert. So I think mm-hmm. they're just going to make him get rid of the ball. And I'm going to probably avoid Karis. So for Brooklyn, it'd be like Lawawu Cabarro at 46. Mm-hmm. He's been getting some run regardless of Joe Harris being out, and I think that just solidifies his minutes here now. Mm-hmm. And then Garrett Temple at 51. Uh, basically, him and Joe Harris play the same spot. Uh, flip it on, that's pretty much it for them. I Toronto's Toronto's pretty solid defensive team, especially mm-hmm. at guard. So, And then flipping to Toronto... Van Vleek, man, he's, I don't know what it is about him in the playoffs, but Monster. he just shows up and plays. I love him. Uh, he seems kind of underpriced at 7,600, right? Yeah, he's had both games were close to 50-point games, I believe. I think his last game was 48 or 49. I'll he take scored. that. That's, uh, that's smashing some value right there. Yeah, I agree his about price that. hasn't gone up. Makes no sense to and, me, man. Well, anyone else from Toronto? Uh, Serge, Serge is one of my guys. Fifty three hundred. Brooklyn's get in in the bubble in the last ten games. Brooklyn's given up the most fantasy points to centers, and Serge at fifty three. I hope everybody sees his last game. And only nineteen. Mm-hmm. Two games before that, he only played twenty five and twenty six minutes against Memphis and Brooklyn, and he scored forty three and thirty seven seven five. So I'll be looking. I'll be looking to target Serge at center. And then one more for Toronto, Norman Powell. 
4,300 is basically their sixth man. Uh, 32 minutes last game. He really doesn't score under 20, and at 4,300, he's probably a pretty safe play here against Brooklyn, a faster-paced team as well. I like that. I like that a lot. I mean, Fred Van Fleet, I think, you know, obviously he's just been crushing, especially in the actual playoffs. It's been so much fun to watch. That Serge Ibaka stat is fantastic. And as you said, we're kind of hoping everyone's off him because he only scored 19, 18 points, whatever it was last time. So hopefully ownership drops a little bit and we can all take advantage of, uh, again, it's sticking to the process. It's staying disciplined. Just because something didn't work one time doesn't mean you stop going back to the well. You have to really let it burn you a few times before right. we really hop off that train. And we'll uh, we'll keep riding that Serge Ibaka train. So I love Love it, man. This is good stuff. This is good stuff. So let's hop over to a uh, another pretty exciting series. Uh, I don't know why this yeah. is always the four o'clock game. I mean, I'm cool with it because I work from home anyway, so I'm just watching NBA basketball right. pretty much all day. So it's been working for me. But we have the Denver Nuggets against the Utah Jazz. Denver is favored by a point and a half. So that margin has been shrinking and shrinking these last few games with an over under of two twenty in favor. Um, looks like uh, juices. Nope, I got new juice. Never mind. It's um. It looks good. Looks pretty solid. Looks like pretty pick him on the over under there. So talk to me, man. I mean, Donovan Mitchell has just been absolutely doing his thing. Jokic is doing his thing. And Jamal Murray has been showing out a little bit too. And for some reason, his price is crazy low. How how, how hard are you going to try and just stack this game as a whole? Yeah, I mean, the la- they went into overtime first game. And last game, Utah kind of put it on him in the second half. And mm-hmm. I think... Jokic was on his way to a probably 65, 70-point game, and he sat almost half the whole fourth or half the mm-hmm. fourth quarter. So half the whole, I like that. That's, yeah. cool. That's English there like, for you, buddy. That's English. Like, yeah, I was like, <laughs> wait <"Damn."> a second. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think I think Mitchell and Jokic are pretty pretty fairly priced. I wouldn't say they're a necessity. Uh, they're right around where they sh- where they should be right now. Jokic, mm-hmm. obviously. Gobert defense. Uh, obviously, Jokic has been doing decent against Gobert, but let's not forget it's still Rudy Gobert, defensive player mm-hmm. of the year. So I think them two are pretty fair priced. Go down to Gobert, seventy four hundred. Jokic just kind of keeps them limited because mm-hmm. Gobert just is playing a lot of defense. His rebounds, he hasn't had double digit rebounds yet this series with Jokic in there. So mm-hmm. I think. Uh, Gobert's fairly priced. He's not. He's not gonna mess up your lineup, but he's not gonna. He's not gonna hit hit the home run for you either. Mm-hmm. Jamal Murray is probably the first guy I'm interested in here from Denver at seven thousand, just because obviously we just saw his ceiling game, mm-hmm. and seven K is not priced enough for his ceiling. So I, I like that. Uh, Mike Conley is gonna be back here. So yes, that kind of that kind of limits Clarkson and Ingles mm-hmm. for me at fifty five hundred and fifty seven hundred. Michael Porter Jr. would be another guy I'm interested in at sixty seven hundred. I mean, if his threes fallen, he's gonna he's gonna score forty. We've seen his mm-hmm. upsides above fifty. His rebounds have been there. He's got some double digit rebounds, so he's not just scoring. So that's another guy I'd like to target from this game. And then Jeremy Grant has been getting run over Paul Millsap. 40 minutes, 27 minutes at 4,500. I don't mind him for salary, some salary relief. Mm-hmm. But that should That's sum it up for this game. I like that. Yeah. I like that. If so you want to... Sh- keep going, keep going. 
a cheap center maybe would be Mason Plumley if you're really trying to get some studs in and want a cheap guy because I mean, there really ain't too cheap a two cheap mm-hmm. of players that you're gonna be able to play and actually expect value from mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, below you know 4K at this point. So you're not really on anyone from the U. I mean, again, as you said, you know, you can play Donovan Mitchell. You're obviously not going against Donovan Mitchell, but it seems like most of the value from, I mean, a lot of value on the slate could potentially be coming from this Denver side of the game. I mean, I think it it makes sense. We've seen these games be pretty tight. Obviously, the last one didn't go or the, the first one was incredible. The second one started to get out of hand, as you said, in the second half, but still putting up points, still doing their thing, which is important. And I agree. Hopefully these games are a little tighter so we get a little bit more run from these guys. But yeah, I mean, I think. You know, as you said, you can play Donovan Mitchell. I don't think that's ever going to be a problem. He's he's adequately priced, but watch out. That's going to limit your lineup. But then if you want to grab some of that value, go hop down to my boy Mason Pumley from Duke. You could grab a couple uh, a couple of those extra dudes, so I like that. And then one little note on Jeremy Grant. I'm really crossing my fingers. I might get the opportunity to interview him over the next couple of weeks because he's doing some incredible stuff for social justice, which I think is fantastic. So there, cross your fingers for me, Mitchell. Cross your fingers for me. We might get some That'd good stuff awesome. there. That'd be awesome. It would be pretty cool. I'm not angry about it. I'm, I'm doing my best. Believe me. So uh, <laughs> this, this should be a fun game. I'm I'm glad this is kind of like the uh, you know I don't really watch the 130 games too much. This is when I really start actually paying attention to games. I don't have them on mute anymore. I actually like watch instead of do work. So, sorry, Jay, but <laughs> you know it's, it's exactly it's it's been a lot of fun and I'm I'm really enjoying this series. So hopefully it, it sticks the way it does and. Um, to the next game, the Boston-Philly game. So this has been a weird series so far. We've seen it be kind of tight at times and then definitely not tight at all. I think the Sixers were up like double digits yesterday or when they played on Wednesday, and then yeah. they got blown out. And it's just very confusing. I mean, their team is just a mess. Like I don't think Brett Brown is long for the uh, the coaching job here. But in terms of what Vegas thinks of this game we have boston favored only by four and a half so i think a lot of people are going to be on that four and a half so watch out there and the over under at 216 uh that's the game total so looking at this game again the first game was much tighter than people thought the second game kind of turned into a little bit of a blowout like how how do you think this third game is going to go do you think it's going to be one of those tighter battles or do you think philly pretty much just gave up being down 2-0 I don't know if they. I don't think they gave up. I think Embiid still is trying to show that they can. They can do mm-hmm. it without Ben Simmons. To to be honest, because not working the, very well, is it? Yeah, I mean they're <laughs> they're kind of spat and how that mm-hmm. whole deal went down. But I, I like a lot of guys from this game. I think it's a. I think it's a must win for Philly and and uh, Gordon Hayward being out. Not unfortunately with that the, sucks, with, right we, but with the blowout last game a lot of these more expensive Boston players also only played 30 minutes when if in a tight game they're probably gonna play 38 mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I I also like a lot of Boston players here I like Jalen Brown with Hayward out I think his ceilings well above 40 with at this price with uh, Gordon Hayward out Tobias at 7500 I don't mind him. Tatum, if he's going to keep shooting the ball 20, 25 times in the playoffs without Gordon Hayward, mm-hmm. how do you how do you say no? Exactly. And Embiid, they've been doing a really good job on Embiid. It's hard for me to pay pay that much for him. Mm-hmm. They've been almost pretty much any time he gets the ball in the post or on the block, he's getting doubled or somebody's coming down. And so I'll 
Embiid is probably my stay away. I just like that last game too much and the studs that are in it. Mm-hmm. But Kemba, I like Kemba, 6,600. Al Horford is one I'm staying away from for, from for Philly. Smart, 5,400, I believe, got the start last game for the injured mm-hmm. Gordon Hayward. There we go. So that ain't that ain't too bad. And then Josh Richardson, 4,800. His price went down. Only played 29 minutes last game. Still scored 26-75 fantasy points. Uh, obviously with the game blowout. Yeah. He he played limited minutes at 4,800. His price went down. I like him as well. I love it. That's a, that's a, that's a pretty solid, you know, got a couple Boston players, got a couple Philly players and everybody, all our Philadelphia fans out there never ever forget that the uh Sixers paid Tobias Harris and not Jimmy Butler and we're watching him do his thing right now. <laughs> Mitchell's probably a little pissed off about that too cuz Jimmy Butler was yeah. on his way from uh minnesota to philly but I, you got the second you got the first overall pick hopefully that yeah. does something for you so this game should be fun i mean i think uh i think philly does come out with a win i think it's going to be weird i think it's going to be a lot tighter than the second game i think it's gonna be closer to that first one which was pretty much down to the wire thankfully i know in the fourth quarter they had to really do uh you know boston had to hit some free throws to put it away but I do think Philly comes out. I do think they have the opportunity to win. I mean, I definitely think they cover that four and a half point spread. I, if it's, it seems, it seems like um, Vegas is going to want a lot of people. I mean, in other places you can get the spread at five, and in other places you can get it at five and a half. So if you can find a four and a half, I would take Philly yeah. on the. Uh, well, I mean, if you can find the five and a half, I would take Philly on the plus five and a half, no questions asked, because I do think they come away winning this game. So we'll see what happens there. Should be a lot of fun. But let's move. I do on. have one more. This tournament play, tournament play only. It's, okay. it's another cheap one below 4K. Ennis Cantor at 3,700. Uh, Daniel Tice only got 12 minutes last game against uh, the mm-hmm. Sixers. And Cantor played, I believe, 21, 22, and scored 23 fantasy points. One rebound away from a double-double. So I was going to say, yeah, he was like 10 and 10 and 9, right? Not too bad. Yeah. For a tournament play, if he's, I mean, if he's going to end up playing instead of Tice, yeah. take the savings. That's the thing when yeah. you're when you're paying for someone at thirty seven hundred, you multiply that at three point seven by five, and that's like really what you're trying to hit. So really, all you need him to do is score seventeen, eighteen points, and that hits right. value for you. If he hits anything above that, you're on fire and you're looking good. And that way, you're allowed that you get that salary savings to pay up for someone like Jason Tatum if you'd like. So that's where really when we talk about value, that's really what we're th- talking about is you take that 3.7, multiply it by five. If they can hit that, you are sitting pretty. Anything above that, you are happy, especially with these guys down right. so low at like 37. Um, you know, you're talking about Mason Plumley in the last game at 30. Some, uh, what was he? 30. 33 yeah. exactly so if he can hit 15 16 points you hit value and now you're able to do like the the, the rest of your team uh has all that opportunity to use that salary and really crush it there and anything above that it's a good game so let's look at this last game this is this has been such a fun series i've been enjoying the hell out of it i hated that Kristaps porzingis call that was complete and utter bullcrap but it is what it that, is we move forward i mean actually, letter of the law whatever how did you feel about it talk to me me and jay had a little fight actually, about it the other day that actually that screwed me hard it screwed night, a lot of people actually. yeah like i was looking really good that night i think i finished right around the top 500 in the big league with him getting ejected in the big wow. DraftKings tournament My yeah goodness well would have been yeah, a better I was, night but. i was pretty i was pretty 
I was pretty upset about it. <laughs> yeah, Jay, but, Jay and I ha- had a little spat about it. He's like, well, the technically, like, when you punch in the air, it's a this, and then you shouldn't. It's like, come on, dude, it's the playoffs. This isn't, like, right? this isn't a game in the middle of February that no one cares about. And even then, how often do right. they call traveling in the NBA? Like, don't give me this shit about, oh, it's the letter <laughs> of the law. All right, dude, well, this is, like, the most liberal sport next to soccer where they pretty much don't care what anything happens in soccer. Like, don't give me that. That's right. ridiculous. But I don't know, man. I'm... I think I think Dallas would be up 2-0 right now if uh, he didn't get shut out, if he didn't get ejected. Yeah, but it's it's actually. been a fun series. I want it to go seven because I love watching Luca versus Kawhi and Paul George. It has just been so much fun. So let's talk about this from a DFS perspective. I mean, obviously, Luca is Luca. He um gotten a ridiculous amount of foul trouble, so he barely played the fourth quarter. They still pulled yeah. away, which I thought was impressive. So he wasn't quite as great as we were hoping, but uh, I, I called him one of my stars of the night, unfortunately. But... You can't go wrong. This guy is triple-double just walking and is absolutely right. impressive. Kawhi Leonard has been absolutely fantastic. KP has been knocking down threes. He's looked great. Paul George, outside of yesterday, he's been fantastic in the bubble. So, I guess, talk to me about these top few guys here, um, those top four that we all know and love so much. How are you feeling about them, and who are you really trying to play in these lineups? Yeah, uh, Lucas, he's just too good per, too good of a price here. I, it doesn't – He's at whatever defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love you. it. Um, I, he's a like you said, he's a pretty much triple double machine. He's gonna at least get close every night. Mm-hmm. So he he doesn't just score. He he does everything. Gets the peripheral stats that you look for, and also has thirty thirty five percent usage. He's you can't really ask for much more. So I like Luca ten eight. Like you said, foul trouble last game, and he still scored fifty some fantasy points. Mm-hmm. I think fifty fifty even. Look at that. So, and then Kawhi, I like I like him. It's he's kind of Kawhi's almost a little bit like LeBron. There's a there's a LeBron regular season LeBron, and then playoffs mm-hmm. come, and there's a playoff LeBron. We saw that last game. His uh, LeBron just flipped it on last game. They still yep. lost, but he went for his he triple double. Triple double. Yeah, he went for his triple double exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Went for his playoff triple double, not a big deal, it just kind of yeah. happens, you know how it goes. But no, dude, it's it's awesome. The same thing with Kawhi, you're right. Like, he just kind of you just kind of look up and you're like, Oh, Kawhi's got 29 points in the beginning of the fourth quarter. All right, that sounds yeah. like a game, keep <laughs> it going, bud. So, and he had that monster dunk too, which was pretty sweet. But that's just that's just for fun, yeah. He's he's just he's gonna get you 50, mm-hmm. and, and he can easily get you more. He's guarded by Benny Smith or Tim Hardaway, and I'll take that every every time he plays. So I do like Kawhi, and then Porzingis is the the my ne- the next. So actually, in order for me in this game, it's Kawhi, Luca, Porzingis. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. And Porzingis, I believe the Clippers' worst defensive position is against center, and Porzingis sat down at eighty five hundred. He can easily score 50 he's been shooting the ball a lot more since we come back porzingis again is one of my favorite plays i think he was last time i was on too it might have been i think what about i just gotta ask we're talking about centers man talk to me about boban i mean first off the guy's hysterical second off i mean he looked pretty good yesterday like he did his thing it was pretty impressive he's unreal he's i don't he's just a Fantasy, fantasy point machine. It right. just doesn't even ten ten minutes and he scores twenty five fantasy points. It's like what? 
Love it. Yeah, we can't we can't bank on that every time. But I mean, if it's possible. No. I mean, we, but when KP went out, he looked pretty good. Um, he was in there doing his thing. He was do. I think Shaq said, um, "Skyhook his ass to death." If I'm not mistaken, at halftime of the game a couple nights ago, which is awesome. But no, man, it is. He is just such a character too, which is always fun. It's nice to uh, nice to always see that. But maybe again, that's a GPP play. That's a yeah. salary saver play. But as you said, KP is probably the way to go here. Um, especially if you're trying to stack a lot in this game. Yeah, for sure. I don't know cheaper guys here. Let's see. Hardaway is – I don't mind Hardaway or Williams at 56 and 52. Mm-hmm. Williams, I believe Patrick Beverly's doubtful again, so loose would see yep. about 30 minutes. And then Reggie Jackson is – Priced at 3500 also saw 26 minutes last game with Patrick Beverly out. So there's another uh, cheap guy, salary saver, under 4K to try to get some of these studs, Luka, Kawhi, and mm-hmm. Tatum, whoever you, whoever you want to get in. And I think Reggie is one of your safer bets, safer plays mm-hmm. as far as a cheap play, just because his minutes are kind of solidified. At, he's probably going to see 25 minutes with, Patrick Beverly out, so I think he's your safest option as far as how, the cheap plays. How about Marcus Morris? He's looked pretty good, specifically yeah. in this series, right? Like he's Shooting. actually looked pretty darn good. Yeah, 37, 37, 31 fantasy points. His minutes have been there mm-hmm. above thirty yeah. minutes in both games. I really I, like. I, I can't. I can't really argue against anybody in this game to be it like (laughs) you can you can make your case to me pretty much from anybody in this game i mean and it's the highest total game obviously but there's Mm -hmm. just it's with it's just i don't there's too much goodness too much goodness i love that and that's always (laughs) we talk about the over-unders we talk about the game totals because we listen to Vegas, man. Vegas knows so much more. We like to think we know what the hell we're talking right. about. But we really <laughs> lean on Vegas for a lot of this stuff because, again, if there's a game like the Brooklyn Raptors game that's a spread of 11, Vegas thinks that game's going to be a blowout. Now, whether it is or it isn't, you have to take that information into account because that means starters might not play as long. A game like this with over-under is the highest on the slate, and I think, what did I say? It's 232. That's not a bad yeah. over-under. That's a pretty fun no. one. I need a 233. I mean, it wasn't. it's not like we were... Um, it's not like that what that rockets uh who the hell i think it was rockets clippers was like 246 or something earlier in the bubble that was a joke or mavs clippers whatever it was um that one was a lot of fun but if you pay attention to that stuff that usually means vegas thinks there's going to be more scoring more scoring means more opportunities for these guys which means more points to be had so we went over all these games and we appreciate the hell out of you mitchell but before we go we need your three stars of the night give me give me two Give me two studs and then give me give me a nice little value play that you want to sprinkle in there for the people. How's that sound? All right, we can do that. Okay. My like a Kawhi is probably my top, okay. my number one, just because I think he's got one of the more favorable matchups and he's gonna score. He's it's so hard for Kawhi not to hit value at 9,600. I mean, we just see what he does in the playoffs time. He scores 30 points almost every night. And obviously the highest total on the slate. I think he's either had a double-double or been close both games. He's had a double-double both games. So he's had double-digit rebounds in both games. So that's my number one play. And then scrolling down, number two is Porzingis. Like I said, 
The Clippers' worst defensive position is centers. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep testing my luck with Porzingis. Let's hope. Let's hope he doesn't get in a scrap again. I like that a little scrap. Yeah, right. That was such a scrap too. God damn. <laughs> and then I, it's not too much of a value, but I can't really not say him. I had 5,300 in my uh, center, Serge Ibaka. I love it. You're going to – is KP – well, we can play KP at power forward, right? Yeah, you should. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, let's get KP at power forward. We'll put Serge at center. Oh, no, you can't. Or no, it's KP. center, too. Oh. Wow, DraftKings really cracked I'm – I'm gonna have to ask for another play, man. We can't give the people two centers. That's yeah, it. no, you're good. I like you're I good. like the surge. I know no, you were yeah, all on that. Sure, you told sure. us. You told us we were listening, but you gotta give me another value play, man. I can't I can't give the people two centers. Let's play one of them. I'm all for it, but I will go value play. I'll go the last guy I said, Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson, all the way down what, thirty five, right? Thirty five. Like gonna... yeah. He's going to get some minutes. It looks like Pat Bev's going to be out again. So there's some there's some value there. There's some fun there. If you just start these three guys, you still have a little room to play with. You can even then, as we said, you can go down if you really want to grab some of those other value guys that we spoke about, especially in this Dallas and Clippers game where it's going to be very high scoring. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to stay up and I'm going to watch the whole gosh darn thing. So Mitchell, <laughs> we appreciate the hell out of you tonight, man. Thank you so much. Where can everyone find you on the internet? Uh, Twitter at Mitchell101, T-H-O-E-N-N-1. And then Instagram is just Mitchell Tennis, T-H-O-E-N-N-E-S. And then in the Discord at BombCarlo15. All over that NBA and MLB Discord. You can find me at MichaelRazeal1. You can find us at Windaily Sports. And please don't forget at windailysports.com backslash learn daily we are crushing it in dfs we are crushing it in sports betting we have all the tools we have the optimizer the projections the articles and that expert chat where you get to talk to us and sweat it all out with us what's more fun than sweating out a bet with some of your friends we're all on the same side here man we're all trying to win together let's beat those books so thank you mitchell thank everybody at windaily sports and thank you all for watching we hope you make it a very profitable evening (laughs) 